welcome to the Successful Collective podcast with me, Jules Duncan. And myself, Marisa Devlin, talking all things women in business. If you want to find out more, then hit the subscribe button or reach out to us on the Successful Collective on Instagram. Marisa, as always, I'm going to begin and ask you, what are you grateful for today? So today, I am grateful for a chance meeting that I had yesterday. And I was having coffee with somebody who is a listener to the Successful Collective podcast, Jules. And this amazing person... You would actually love her. She is such a vibrant personality. And she's been a listener of this podcast. And what she was saying is this podcast has inspired her to go out into business on her own. Wow. Oh, amazing. That's amazing. Now, do you know when you just get that sense, the reason I'm so grateful is you just get that sense that she's so passionate about what she's about to do. She is getting all of her ducks in a row and you can just tell, the reason I've actually, I'm drawn, I'm so drawn to her is our people by people phrase. You just know that she is going to set the world on fire. I'm so delighted for her. Oh, that is so good. And you know, like it is such a, I think when you decide to go out into business on your own, it can be very, very daunting. And it's absolutely much easier just to stay in the job and not take that chance. But there was a quote that I heard years ago that I stick with because I'm not a very risk-averse person. Like, I'm like, yeah, let's go for it. What's the worst that can happen? But this quote totally resonates with me. And it's for situations like this when you're deciding, should I, should I not, should I, should I not? And the quote is, jump and the net will appear. I love it. Oh, yes. I love that. And this week, what are you grateful for, Jules? I am grateful for the flexibility that being self-employed gives me. And I think a lot of the time we use the word freedom as self-employed people, but we don't really have that much freedom, if you will, because we probably work more hours than your regular nine-to-five job. So what we've actually got is flexibility. And you and I talk about this a lot as a huge positive to being a self-employed person, that, yeah, you probably think about your work every day, it's actually a part of your identity. It's a part of who you are. But you and I use this flexibility to, like, I don't know, go for coffees at 11 o'clock on Wednesday mornings and whatnot. So I am grateful for the flexibility afforded to me by being an entrepreneur. Amazing. And this week, love him or love him, we are going to start off with a story about Kanye West. Oh, and... Yeah. This leads us perfectly into our topic. Now, very randomly, this story was told recently on a podcast by Bono, the lead singer of U2. And he tells the story of Kanye West decides that he's getting his house redone. And obviously, unfortunately, I was not his interior designer. (laughs) Next thing. Next thing. The person goes into his house and he goes into his massive living room and he's checking it out. And on the wall in Kanye West's living room is a massive portrait of himself. <laughs> so the person turns to Kanye West and he says to him, 
I hope you don't mind me asking and I hope you don't think I'm being rude, but can I just ask you, why have you got a huge self-portrait on your wall? And Kanye West turned to him and he said, that gives me a reminder that if I don't believe in myself, nobody else will. Oh, so true. And that's what we're going to chat about today. So we're going to be talking all about self-confidence and self-belief. Yes. And basically what that is, is how we feel and what we believe about ourselves. Yes. And I think it very closely links to our most popular episode ever when we chatted about imposter syndrome. They're very much linked in terms of how. And it is, it's a perception of yourself. So all of these things aren't facts. They are how you perceive yourself, your skills, and how you perceive that others perceive you. So it's all very subjective. It is. And from a personal perspective, a bit of a story. So you will find this very hard to believe. But when I was younger, particularly in primary school and early secondary school, I couldn't read out loud to the class. Oh, so really? I would stutter and stammer any time in group reading I was asked to read out loud. I literally dreaded that moment and I dreaded that time of the day or time of the week. And then all of a sudden I had a teacher called Mr. Kelly. And in actual fact, I know that Morag, his daughter, listens to our podcast. And we were doing various books in his English class in high school. And one of them was To Kill a Mockingbird. And I remember he would go round the class and you had to read out. And all of a sudden, and I don't know how it happened, I would love to actually to go back to that moment and find out, I suddenly found my voice. And that then continued. And I always remember my first day of teaching in Castle Hill Primary. And I had completed the postgrads. So I'd basically been learning how to teach for one year. And in day one, I remember closing the door of the classroom and immediately thinking, I have got absolutely no clue how to teach. I don't know what I'm going to do here. And within one hour of that day, I completely knew that I had it all in check. And so from that lunchtime, I think it was, or the next day, my classroom door remained open forever. And it was just my thing. And I had so much self-belief. And what I would say to people is, if you do not believe in yourself, how can you possibly expect to have team members or customers believing in you or your business. Mm-hmm. So it's funny because obviously the door, so you were going to be teaching either way, right? So you stayed in the classroom. It's not as if you were like, I'm going to go home and pretend to be sick here. <laughs> so you're going to teach either way. So you were going to do the task either way. But what was your obstacle was other people hearing you. And that's yes. why the closed door open. So the task you were performing was going to be the same. What you were going to say to the kids was going to be the same. That wasn't going to change. But what your stumbling block there was, the perception of other teachers or other staff members about your teaching. Yes, and I think self-confidence and self-belief at times is very much rooted in what other people think. Mm-hmm. But... If we remember that the strengths, and I always think this, the strengths that we have, you have to use them because actually you're the only person that has those strengths. And I firmly believe that the doorway to success starts within us and it starts internally. And I always think to be able to influence people. So for example, 
on the first day that we opened a nursery, we had no customers, we had no reputation, we had absolutely no background. And I had to ensure that whoever walked through the door on an open day believed in what I was telling them about the nurseries. And that all came from a, a place of real self-belief. And I always remember a lot of people when we were starting out with the nurseries would say to us, it's never going to work. You're never going to find a location. The never, never, never land was always around. But I had such an innate self-belief that that was going to be a success from day one. And I think that's really important. And I also think that's also rooted in your belief. We posted something the other day about, you know, loving what you do and finding a way to make money with that. And I think if if your belief about your business or your career is very, very strong, that's where success will start from. So that actually, just as you say that there, it's made me think of, so probably most people listening to the podcast know that 2011, I left my job to become a full-time personal trainer. And the week that I was leaving the job, I was like, this isn't right. This isn't going to work out. I shouldn't do this. This is a bad idea. And everyone's like, you're just nervous. On you go. You'll be great. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And I, I didn't, you know, deep down, I didn't believe it was going to work because I thought this is the wrong decision in my Absolute gut feeling was not to do it, but I'd already gone so far down this path that I was like, I'd done three weeks and four days of my notice. So I was I had to go at that point. And then obviously it didn't work out for spoiler for anybody that doesn't know. And 10 weeks later, I had to go and ask for my job back. So fast forward years later, I handed in my notice to the same job again to go and be a full-time personal trainer again. And everybody's question was, oh, do you think you'll be back this time? And I was like, absolutely not a chance. And I I knew that time, the second time I handed in my notice and the second time I started a personal training business, I absolutely knew for a fact it was going to work. And I also knew I was just going to make it work. And I think I had much more belief in, probably because I'd been a personal trainer for like five years by that point, the first time I'd been a personal trainer in a matter of weeks, so I'd much more belief in myself as a personal trainer. I'd also learned other skills. And the second time when I had tons more belief in myself and what I could achieve, well, it's, it's panned out all right. We're, we're doing okay. You're still here. You're, here, still to tell. Here. You're here to tell the tale. Now, interestingly, and you know I talk about him all the time as if he's a personal friend, but Robin Sharma... I knew you were going to say Robin Sharma. <laughs> is it as if you bump into Robin Sharma and film a comb? I know. So he talks about professionals, and I'm not overly keen on the word expert, but he also talks about experts. I don't ever believe you become an expert. I think you've, you know, we talk about continuous improvement and continuous learning. But he basically says that every, and it's really good actually, every professional and every expert was once a beginner. So people often talk to us about when is the right time to start. So what he says is start now because somebody somewhere was also a beginner one day and don't be the person that lives with regret of should I have, could I have, just take that leap, I would say. Yeah, completely. So people are going to listen to this and be like, right, this is all very well and I understand that I've got to have self-belief and the importance of it, but how do you get it? 
How do you get self-belief? And do you know, this come up in, I read a book recently um, by Seth Godin called This Is Marketing. And one of the things he said in the book, this resonated, like I thought about about a thousand people this could apply to. You know that voice in your head or all the noise in your head that's telling you, don't do it, don't take a chance. People think it's a terrible idea. Everyone's telling you. And there's all of this noise, you know, people will be disappointed. And all of this noise that you have in your head and it worries you about what other, the other teachers will think, what everybody else will think. You've got to bear in mind when you've got all of this noise in your head, so has everyone else. And actually their noise isn't about you. Their noise is about them. So you've got to take away that, what will other people think? And Because you know what? Nine times out of 10, see whatever you're doing. Nobody is thinking about it because they're thinking about their own stuff. So take that away from your decision-making process because people don't think about you as much as you think they do. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think a really good analogy is if you imagine that self-belief and self-confidence, and this will also resonate with you as a muscle, right? So the more you practice and the more you train the muscle of self-confidence and self-belief, the more it will grow. And for me, it's about training your brain. And a lot of people will say, oh, everything that happens to me is negative. So, you know, it's okay for you guys. But it really is about training and training your brain so that every time you come across a, a roadblock, a situation that you deem as being a failure, that you actually change your thinking so that you always see everything as an opportunity to learn or an opportunity for growth, personal growth, business growth, and always seeking out the message within a situation and training your brain confident, constantly to do that. And I think there's really, really simple ways that people can do that. You know, you've all, you've talked previously about not being a positive person by nature. Yeah, it's not my default. It's not your default position. So self-belief for me is a, basically it's a pers- personal journey and therefore with all personal journeys, the one thing that that requires is consistency, both of effort, of dedication into developing that muscle of self-belief and self-confidence. And there's really, really, in my view, relatively easy ways and easy strategies to do that. So one of the first ones would be really simple. Make a list of your strengths. And as we said at the start, your strengths are different from everybody else's. So make a list of your strengths. And even I would go as far as to say, Write down what have you accomplished and remind yourself of those. So that would be the first thing. Negative self-talk, you've just mentioned it. We're all our own inner critic. We're all so harsh at times, that voice in our head. So try to learn to recognise that as a challenge and maybe challenge the negativity with some more positive affirmations about yourself. That, on a daily basis would also flip your self-confidence and your self-belief. And something that we talk about, I reckon, weekly is surround yourself with positive influences. Now, if you constantly surround yourself with people who don't believe in themselves, they always say that 
You are who you surround yourself with. So be with the people that support you, that encourage you. Seek out the mentors and the role models that will offer you inspiration and guidance. All of these things are absolutely key. And above all else, the one for me would be take action. Take action to build your levels of self-belief and self-confidence. Because at the end of the day, I think within business and within your personal life, it truly is a reflection of you if you have got strong self-belief. Now, we're not crossing over that we're being arrogant here. It's absolutely not about that. But it's about having a true inner belief that you absolutely can do what you're setting out to do. So uh, all of those things that you've said there have all very much got a theme running through them. Now, I always look at things in quite a scientific way. So my scientific brain in this says, what's the evidence? So... When you've got that voice in your head saying, saying, no, you can't do it, you would come at it from a positive affirmations way. That wouldn't be me. I'm not really a, that wouldn't be my go-to for it. But what my go-to would be is, what's the evidence? So I've got this negative voice in my brain. So say I'm going to, I'm going to launch a new business, right? So whatever it might be. And the voice in my head goes like, oh, that's a bit daunting launching a new business, isn't it? Oh, is that going to work? So that's the natural, everybody thinks like that. So that's fine. But then if I look at, well, what's happened with businesses you've launched before? They're doing all right. So I look back at the evidence. The evidence tells me, if I look at my track record and what I've achieved before and what I've not achieved, the evidence will tell me that you took action before, you came up against a hurdle, failed, learned from it, went again, succeeded, the evidence tells me that I have got the resilience, the grit, and the knowledge to do it. So although that voice is in my head saying, oh, it's a wee bit of a scary one, I have evidence to say, and if I've written that all down and looked at the actual facts of the situation, the facts of the situation are, I have previously been successful at this, as opposed to if I look at the facts of the situation and I've tried 18 times and failed, the facts of the situation would be it's more than the odds are that it's not going to work. Now, if I am coming from a different place and I'm a different person to you, so I haven't actually tried to set up a business before and you've got all that negative self-talk. So the evidence there would be just look at your life. What, what have you achieved? And go back to looking at your personal accomplishments because whether it be in a job, whether it you you see that you've got a career, whether you are somebody that has cared for someone at home and actually haven't worked, you have definitely got personal accomplishments that will allow you to build self-belief to know that you're making the right decision and that if it's business, if it's a career choice, that you absolutely can do it. And thinking about that constant learning, listening, and continually working on personal continuous improvement, looking at your mindset, will absolutely allow you to build self-confidence and self-belief in you. And it's not actually about anybody else. I think this is a really good place to for people if they're like, wait, where do I start looking at my mindset? I want to improve my mindset, but how do I do it? I think looking at growth mindset and fixed mindset is a great place to start and recognising which one of them you are. So, for example, a 
growth mindset says to you, someone else has been successful at this. And growth mindset says, oh, well, there's obviously a process to do it. This actually does work. Someone else has found the steps to take. So if they've done it, I can do it too because the process does work. I just need to figure out how to replicate the process or do a similar process. Whereas fixed mindset tells you somebody else is already successful at that. Don't you bother trying. And it's, there's a lot of different examples. In fact, I've posted one of them on Instagram of what the difference between growth and fixed mindset is. But have a look at, just Google growth and fixed mindset and see which of those characteristics you identify with more. And if you can shift yourself more towards a growth mindset, i.e. I'm not perfect, I don't know everything, but do you know what? I can learn. Makes a big difference as opposed to, do you know what? I'm not perfect. I don't know everything. Ah, well, I might, might as well just give up. Yeah. And I think as well, something that's a common theme and a common thread every week and is something that's crucial in self-belief is embracing failure. Something mm-hmm. we talk about all the time. So it's failure. If you deem failure as a natural part of a learning process, then instead of seeing failures as a setback, you will actually naturally start to view failure as an opportunity to learn and grow. And that's something that we talk about all the time. And when people have listened to this and you're doing a bit of analysis on your own personal self-belief, you also need to remember that developing self-belief and self-confidence is a process. So it's going to take time and it's going to take practice. And like we said earlier, it's going to take you being consistent and your desire to build your own self-confidence. So you do need to be patient and also celebrate any progress as you move forward and feel the changes within yourself. And, you know, we always like a wee quote on here. And Warren Buffett talks about, there can never be a better you than you. So to our lovely listeners out there, become really strong in who you really are. Yeah, and that's it. Everyone's got something different to bring to the table. That's why you have a team of people. Because in all teams, there will be somebody that excels at something that somebody else is weak at, and vice versa. And that's why that's why you have a team of different personalities. And you don't want to just replicate one personality because everyone has a different strength. Perfect. We would love to hear your experiences of how you have developed self-belief in yourself or how you are working to develop self-belief. So reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram at The Successful Collective. 